Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bienvenidos, señores y señores, to another episode of the Bleed Lows Podcast. This episode of the Bleed Lows Podcast has been brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for ba baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and get your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Okay, folks, uh, so uh, this is, uh, I, I mean, it, it just seems like a very sad, uh, sad day. Uh, we At the time that we are recording this, the news has broken on Julio Urias um, uh, being uh, arrested on suspicion of felony domestic violence. So uh, the tone of this show, I think, is going to be a little different. It's not going to be lighthearted. It's not going to, it's not going to be fun because I think there's, a, there's, a whole gamut of emotions that are running through. Joining me on the show is La Reina de Playa Larga, Amy Cuevas, and Babyface. So I, I just want to start first with what we know. Uh, for those of you who haven't been following this, I, I just want to go over what we know, and then we'll get into we'll get into our opinions on this matter. And that is Julio Rodriguez was arrested Sunday night. Uh, he was arrested outside of BMO Stadium. Uh, he had attended the LAFC game, um, the the game between uh, with, because Lionel Messi was in town, uh, and um, basically, uh, so he was arrested for that uh, fel felony domestic violence, and he has a court date, and that court date is scheduled for September twenty seventh. Um, that is what we know as of now. There's a lot of stuff that is being reported that I'm really not going to get into because we don't have confirmation of it. And I, and that's one of these things that I think is going to make things matter is going to be worse is there's going to be a lot of stuff being reported, a lot of hearsay. Um, I'm already hearing rumors that there is video, um, because it seems that, according to the reports from the LA Times, from The Athletic, there were witnesses to this event. The witnesses were the ones who called this in. So if there is video, I think it's just a matter of time before TMZ gets their hands on it and then releases it. And at that point, I hope it's not a Ray Rice situation, but I, I'm not going to go into what is rumored to be on that video. Um, they, I did see there was a tweet going around that was shared very, very, um, a lot. I saw a lot on Twitter of what was in that video, and, and I'm just, I'm not going to go into it. I, I got to tell you guys, uh, going through the Trevor Bauer thing, 
has really kind of changed my approach on all of this. So again, I just want to stick to the facts, what we know now, and also what we know, and we've known this is back in 2019, uh, Julio Rios was arrested for um, the charge in 2019 was suspicion of misdemeanor domestic battery. Um, that was when he pushed a woman in the parking lot at the Beverly Center. And that woman uh, is now his wife. And that, that same woman is now involved in, in this incident. Um, a couple of things that we also need to know. Uh, MLB has, uh, from my understanding, already started an investigation. The Dodgers have made an announcement that Julio Rios is not traveling with the team, so he's not in Miami. Um, and I think it'll probably be a matter of time before we get him being placed on leave in order for this investigation to be completed. Uh, one of the other things that I want to go ahead and note is that no player has ever been suspended twice under Major League Baseball's domestic violence policy that was first created in 2015. So if Julio is suspended, he'll be the first to be suspended twice under this. Um, the last thing before we get into it and get your guys' feedback on this is what I find very different from the charges in 2019 to the charges that were coming out today is the charges in 2019 were a misdemeanor. It was domestic battery. The charges this time are for felony domestic violence. So whatever took place, I think, was more than a push in a parking lot. Um, this has these these charges are much more severe. Um, also, um, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department spokesman confirmed this and that part of the charge here is he's arrested on suspicion of felony domestic violence for corporal injury on a spouse. So they are specific. The LA Times wasn't reporting that. That was coming from The Athletic. So I find that very interesting that The LA Times has left out that portion for corporal injury on a spouse because I think that's that's a little more specific. Um, so that's what we know as of now. Um, I want to take things one by one because there's impacts all around. But I want to just get your guys' initial reaction to waking up into the morning to this news. Uh, Reina. Um, well, I'm, I'm sad and mad for, for baseball fans and especially Latino fans everywhere, because this is like, like you said, it's disappointing. Um, I've struggled with, with Julio since 2019, when the first incident happened as somebody who has a history of growing up with this has, you know, has that in my past, like I'm, I'm very sensitive to this. So it was just, it was really frustrating because I wanted to be able to back a Mexican player. I wanted somebody out there who represented me and to have this happen as this person who's representing us, I wanted him to do better. And, um, I, I, it's just, it's really sad that, that this is what's happening. Babyface, uh, I know you're upset about this, right? Yeah. Um, to say the least, yeah, I'm pretty upset about it. I mean, in the morning I, I went out and came back in, I, I saw the tweet and I'm like, why is somebody retweeting a tweet from 2019? That was my first thought, right? And like, and then I started. I'm like, oh, freaking man. just like it just hits you like, like, dude, like, really, like, my first. And it's like, dude, why, like, why, and like, why would you do this? Like, why, like, you know, it's kind of going back to the same thing with Bauer. Like, you guys are in this position 
like why would you act so stupid right and and you know for, you know first thing you know obviously to his wife you know I, I don't know what happened to his wife you know hopefully it's not that bad or injury wise on her and you know she, she recovers fine and and somehow you know seeks treatment and you know i don't know what's going to happen you know obviously between them but you think of Julio, like, yeah, he hasn't been having a great season, but, you know, he's been a huge part of this Dodgers team. And then, you know, it's like a gut punch, right? It's like, it's just like, yeah, it's like, it just reminds me, like, like you never really know these players, right? Like, you see what they put out there, what they put on their social media, who they are, but it's like, we don't really know them, right? We don't know how they are outside of the park, how they are at home with their wife, you know, with their families and stuff like that. So, it, you know, like I said, it's really disappointing to hear this and yeah i i think uh what the first thing that came to mind when i saw that is we need to bring the same energy uh on this story that we brought on the trevor bauer uh story um i i know i i was very heated and i came after bauer and i think it was because of the details that came out in that story but this one uh, this one i have to not only I have to remind myself that I needed to, you know, bring that same level of energy, but I am so disappointed because we, I, I, I think, I mean, I can't speak for La Reina, but I, I, I know for myself, I was a big champion of Julio. Uh, I rooted for him. I wanted Julio to succeed. And a lot of it is something that you mentioned, Reina, is because he's a Mexican. I, I saw a tweet earlier today where, Someone had said that their child looked up to Julio because they saw Julio. And the same thing that you would say about Valenzuela, this kid was saying about Julio. It's like, Julio looks like me. Because Julio looks like me, I can succeed in this business. And the fact that the community in Los Angeles is so desperate to have a Mexican on the Dodgers, someone that they can root for. And so... It is one of those things where you're sitting here, you do feel like you've just been betrayed, that you've been let down saying, man, it's like, and 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 I think we can't forget side of that, you know, in 2019, he was suspended for 20 games. And I felt like the fans were very forgiving of him. And it looked like he had put that in, in the past and he had moved forward. And I know there were still a lot of fans who didn't. I know there was a lot of fans, the same fans, I think, who don't forget about Kobe's transgressions. You know, there's still a lot of fans in Los Angeles that, you know, Kobe is so admired and loved in Los Angeles. But there's still a group of fans that don't forget what Kobe did. And I think the same thing happened with Julio. There was a group of fans who didn't forget what Julio did and weren't willing to give him a pass. Because I think it's very interesting in the sense that sometimes we just give them a pass because, you know, they're great baseball players and what they're doing for the team. Um, and they haven't earned that redemption. They haven't earned that that forgiveness. So, yeah, it, it was upsetting to me that, that uh, I wake up to this news that Julio, again, it's, it's just like, man... I think what's so frustrating is this. Not everybody can play in the major leagues. Not everyone has the gift that he had. So you would think that those people that do have those gifts would do a better job of, of protecting him, 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and valuing that. And it does feel like it's wasted talent now because we all know everybody was saying, and I mean, Plashke already has written his article saying that Julio should never pitch another game for the Dodgers. And this one's a little different than Bauer because it's the end of the season and Julio's going to be a free agent. So I think this is going to be a much easier decision for the Dodgers. But if it does come out, now, now here's the thing, and I want to throw this at you, Reina. I look at that 2019 thing now differently because now I sit there and I go, did she lie to protect him in 2019 when they when they dropped the charges? You know, uh, because now it's happened again. And I and I don't know, is it not fair for me to go there on that? So I so when you were just saying the thing about the fans who who didn't forget, I was one of those. I Every game that he pitched, every time I sat in that stadium, I wanted to believe in him, like I just said, because he was a Mexican. He was he was like me. But I was compartmentalized. Like I there was always a duality because I can't forget that he did do that. And like I said, my my history with it, it's it's a very sensitive topic to me. So it just like people would get excited about bobbleheads or when he had a good game, and I would want to be excited. And at the same time, I couldn't because he had this in his past and you're still kind of rooting for him. Like, please be better. I really want to get behind you, earn that back. And to have this happen, it, I don't want to say like it, it proves, it proves all of that. Right. But it just, it's, it's unfortunate. And the sad fact is with domestic violence, like whether she rescinded it or not, we don't know what her status was. We don't know. Did she have someplace else to go? Was that the best way? And without getting into my past and bringing that into the show, there are not a lot of options that you can only get so much protection there. It's, it's a very scary situation to be in. So I can't speak to her motives as to why she rescinded that back in 2019, but women everywhere, I should say, I shouldn't say women victims everywhere have reasons for what they do. And, and sometimes it really is just being scared or not having other options in that moment. And so we, we don't know, but he did get another chance, which is at this level, like you said, nobody, not everybody earns the right. How many people are in the minor leagues that are never going to make it up. And he got that shot and he got a second chance. The majority of the fans did forgive him or at least forgive him enough. And to have this happen, it's just, it's unfortunate whether, you know, could it have been prevented from 2019? I mean, look at the statistics. The majority of people do not push forward with DV um, felony or misdemeanor because of of the outcome of the way that our system works, unfortunately, right now. And that's not to say that our, the people in law enforcement, the people at the district attorney's office aren't doing their best, but it's just the way that the system works right now. And I can't reiterate enough what Babyface said. Obviously, we... We want to, you know, our thoughts are um, with his wife right now to hopefully she was not harmed um, to the point where, I I mean, whether whether it was a little or or not, I I just poor choice of words on my part. Either way, you you just hope that she's okay. Um, But I also think you made an excellent point, baby face. Not only does she get the help that she needs, he needs help. He needs help because... This is the second time. And whether the first time was blown apart, was blown out of proportion, you know, there's witnesses on here. And like I said, if there is video and it it does leak, we're going to see it. But if anything, 
And Plasky said it in his article, this exhibits poor judgment. And it's like we're having the same conversation all over again that we had with Bauer, right, babyface? It's it's about judgment. And how do you trust this player? Yeah, and, and the thing that happened in 19, I mean, I'm still not kind of like for sure. Like, I don't know if the story's been out there exactly what happened. Like, I, I know the story was like, he pushed her, but then they said that she she just tripped, and I can kind of that's kind of how they left it, right? Like she just tripped, nothing really happened, and kind of just got you know swept under the rug, and right, and then you know he did his community service, and kind of everything kind of went back to normal, right, with him, and and and, and you know he went forward, you know, so it, it it strikes me, you know, odd, right, you know, all of a sudden now, you know, he lashes out a couple nights ago, you know, if if something happened in nineteen. Obviously, I don't know this for a fact, but you know that it just doesn't happen. Okay, once we're at against it, it's there. Then all of a sudden, it happens a couple of years later. You know, maybe there's stuff that was going on that just obviously never got caught or whatever. And that's very unfortunate if that's if that is the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like what Plasky was saying, I mean, this is obviously going to be much different than Bauer. You know, Julio's a free agent at the end of, yeah. in, in in a month and a half or whatever, two months, right? this won't get resolved in that time. The Dodgers really won't have to make a decision other than we are not going to pursue him because there won't be a decision on this till after the season. He'll be a free agent and Dodgers just wipe their hands clean and they let him walk, right? I mean, I, I see they're not obviously going to pursue him. And obviously, I don't think anybody in MLB is going to... This was, this was going to be his payday, right? And, and, you know, we were talking about it. How, you know, he was struggling this year. I'm like, how that's going to affect his payday at the end of the year, right? And now... This happens and like, does this guy even have a chance to play in the MLB anymore? Right. That's that's kind of to the point where it's at. And and right now, you know, I don't think he does. Right. Like, I don't think any team is gonna want to pursue him um, with this stuff hanging over him. So, like I said, it, it's very, just very disappointing all around. Just uh, everything that's going on, you know, you know, with him personally. Like I said, and and yeah, I, I do feel that you know he does need help. Obviously, right. He does have. He does have problems and that none of us were aware of, right? And uh, hopefully he does seek help. Uh, there's a lot of different angles that I want to to look at in this. And, and one of that is that angle is, you know, where do the Dodgers go from here? But before we do that, I just want to point something out real quick. And I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. But there were other Dodgers at that game last night at the LAFC game. Uh, Kershaw was there. Mookie was there. I saw pictures of David Peralta and Jason Hayward there. I am very curious if any of his teammates saw this, were there when this event took place, how many of his teammates um, maybe tried to get in the way and tried to interfere, tried to break it up. I'm very curious how many players' wives saw this because a lot of the, you know, when we go back to Bauer, we heard a lot of it. Nothing was ever confirmed, but we heard a lot of players' wives were like, I don't want you playing. You know, I don't want you hanging out with that guy. I don't want you to do anything with that guy. So it, it is curious because now the Dodgers start a series in Miami, and you know that's all they're going to answer. That That's the first question they're all going to get asked. And it's going to be the Latinos. Quique, Miguel Rojas. Victor Gonzalez, the guys who were close to Julio, 
they're going to get asked, hey, you know, what they feel about this. What did they see anything? The guys who attended that game, they're going to be asked, you know. So now the question is, is this a distraction? Does this now become a distraction? So I, I let's go there. I know there's a lot of different angles that we can take this, but Reina, how do the Dodgers, because I think Babyface is right. This is not, I mean, his court date is September 27th. And we know way too much about court dates because of the Trevor Bauer situation. But you know, at least until the end of, until September 27th, he's not playing. So this week, it's going to be a, a just all, I mean, that the, those three games in Miami, it's going to be all about Julio. Those players are going to be asked about Julio and not the game. So how much of a distraction is this going to be for the team? I definitely think it's going to be a distraction. Um, I don't think it's fair. I don't think they should have to respond necessarily on something like this, especially it's not going to help the situation. I think the Dodgers as an organization potentially have an opportunity to make, to take a stance on it. And then maybe, Hey, you know, don't ask the players anything, but also this is how we feel. Just reiterate that. Um, and I, I mean, I hope it's not a distraction, but I think it, it will be because people are going to ask. People have a natural curiosity about this and they want to know what's going on. Uh, Babyface, do you this was everything we heard all season long was how close this team was, how, you know, they just how they enjoyed being with one another. Is there going to be a part? Do you see maybe there's a part of this team that they're going to rally around him and try to defend him? And if they don't defend him, does that say a lot also? I mean, I don't I don't see anybody like trying to defend him. I mean, I think it's just gonna be that. I mean, there's really nothing they can say, you know, especially like there's just the stuff that's actually been reported and then there's the stuff that's kind of just been well, we don't know if it's true, but this is what's being said. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think it's just they, they're not going to talk about it, right? They, what can they talk about, right? Um, and, you know, when you're bringing up that point, like, I mean, what happened? Like, we don't know what happened at the game, right? He was at the game. Did did it happen at BMO? Did it happen in the parking lot? Did, did it happen when they left? Like, so we don't even know if players were with them or, or they weren't with them. You know, we don't know how, you know, how he was acting during the game. You know, this is something that crossed my mind as well, too. And I don't, I don't know if it's been reported, but. Um, is alcohol an issue, right? Alcohol is is one thing that's big in these types of cases as well, right? So, I mean, I don't know if does Julio have a problem with alcohol, right? Right. So, those are all the things that are going to get uncovered. Like we said, this this is where you, all these things are going to start coming out, and you're like, dang, like you know, just like it's really sad, right? Obviously, sad yeah. to hear all these things that are going to come out from this incident. So, but yeah, I mean, as far as the team though, it's like yeah, I think it's just best, you know let them be, you know, let them just play. And, you know, obviously this is internally for the team. Obviously it's, it's gotta be a gut punch too, right? Cause Julio is a big part of that team, big part of that clubhouse. And, you know, to hear this news, they gotta be feeling the same way, you know, we're feeling and fans are feeling. Reina, do you think after this week, it's, it's a done deal in terms of the team. Like they're done talking about Julio. They're moving on. Their job is to prepare for the end of the season. We're moving forward with the expectation that Julio is no longer going to be a part of this. 
uh, if you're asking my opinion, then yes. And I don't think we should be asking them. It's they, they have a job to do. I, I truly don't think we should be seeking them out to ask them about this stuff because it's going to be conjecture. It's going to be opinion on their part too. It's that would add to the distraction and it's not going to give us anything more factual than, than they'd probably be allowed to say anyway. So why, why would we be seeking them out and then distracting them further? So uh, I, 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 I get it. And, you know, being that, you know, we've been in that clubhouse and I think I know the beat writers. I I feel like it is their job. They're going to have to ask the question. But here's the thing. You're going to have Miami media there. What's going to stop from outside media asking that question repeatedly when they go to Washington? When you have outside media, media that is not necessarily covering the Dodgers, I think for the beat writers in Miami, they have to ask the question. They have to do their job and they're going to move on from the story. But every time they travel, because I don't know if you guys saw this on social media today, a lot of Bravos fans, a lot of show pods fans, they came after the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers now, Hey, you guys don't do a, you guys don't have a very good record uh, of character guys of, of bringing character guys. So, I, I guess that's my thing is will it pose a distraction to this team as because this is not a story that's going to go away. I guess I, I'm not trying to say that the media doesn't have a responsibility to ask. So I don't l- let me back up there because I think I, I miss said that they do have a responsibility to ask, but because of the way the Dodgers organization is run, they're probably going to tell the players not to respond. So I guess in, in that respect, like, yeah, you're going to ask, but you're probably not going to get a response. So to me, it's like, why waste the time? But yes, that is that is exactly the media's role. And, you know, you're going to get all the teams that love to hate the Dodgers. There's already a, you know, a, a bullseye on our backs. So, yeah, every everybody's going to come out about this and it's not going to die right away, especially because the, the court date and everything, it's going to continue on. I just uh, I'm curious, babyface, if you feel this will breed more stress more animosity into that clubhouse because it's like, damn it, Julio, we didn't need this. I don't want to have to come to work. I come here to play baseball. It's hard enough. Like guys who are struggling, right? They don't want a microphone shoved in their face and be like, what do you think about Julio? I don't give a crap about Julio and damn Julio for making me have to answer questions about this. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's probably going to, you know, as soon as they get there tomorrow and, and the reporters go into the clubhouse, you know, the players might not even be around, right? I mean, we've seen it there. They're not around yeah. in the clubhouse and they'll, they'll probably just stay away. I mean, the guy that's going to get this, obviously, is Dave Roberts, right? He's going to be the first guy they're going to be like, yeah. hey, so what's going on and what, what what do you know? And, and you know, they're going to obviously say there's not much they can say, right? Because that's what it boils down to. There's not much they can say because we don't know. We don't know the facts right we, we just know what's kind of been reported and yeah it, it's unfortunate now that these players have to deal with that and and hopefully like i said that you know they can be pissed at julio right but they still have their job to do right they have to go out there and continue to play games and and they can continue to be pissed at julio right for what he for what he's he's done so i think that's kind of the mentality maybe that they'll they'll take and, and just go out there and continue to do their job um as as they have to do um and kind of just uh uh, you know, just let that, uh, you know, put that to the side for now and just let them go. You know, it's like any one of us going to our job. We have stuff going on. Let me go and do my job and then, you know, continue going forward. 
Uh, before I, I segue to how this is going to impact the Dodgers on the field, one of the things that I found very interesting was the fan reaction. Um, and I want to get your guys' opinion on this because unanimously, everyone had already convicted Julio of this. Like, they're done with Julio. They don't want Julio on the team. They don't want to see him pitch, not only for the Dodgers, but they don't want to see him pitch in Major League Baseball uh, ever again. And um, I, I found that surprising uh, that they were so unanimous. But a lot of fans, I think, shared a lot of the same sentiments that we're sharing on the show is it was coming from a place of being hurt, of being disappointed that, you know, how, you know, he let us down. He let us down. Uh, did you see a, a lot of that same reaction? And were you surprised by that, Reina? Um, I, I did see a lot of that reaction and I was actually kind of bolstered by it because you don't know, you always see like that, that polarity in some of the responses, like people are either for it or against it, but to have it that unanimous. But I think it goes back to one of you mentioned, like, you know, my little kid looked up to them or, or this. And because we don't have that many heroes that represent us in the league, like it, it hits a little harder. It hits a little different when something like that happens, because now how do you, you've, like you said, we've got the vitriol from, from different fan bases, like, see, you guys aren't that great either. And, and you've also got, you know, we're trying to grow people loving this league. Well, how do you grow the love of baseball when you have stuff like this continuing to happen? Yeah. It's uh, I mean, Babyface, uh, did you see anybody out there defending him? No, you know, like I was saying, I mean, I don't think this is something that you can be, def you know, be defended for, right? Like, it's pretty damning, right? You get arrested for domestic violence. Like, even if you don't know the cases, you're you're getting arrested for domestic violence. So obviously, there's something there, unless like you know somehow, oh, it wasn't Julio, it was somebody else, right? right. I mean, he's in, he's in a you know, crap hole of trouble, right? Like, it, it, it's pretty damning, and and so you can't just go out there and say, oh no, you know. And I don't know who goes, he's innocent and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, this, like I said, it's, it's a tough situation. And, and, and like I said, in this day and age, right, where he's obviously at a game, he's recognized, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a figure that's, you know, known in LA. And like you mentioned, like, there's gotta be, if, if it wasn't in, in the public, in front of people, there's footage of it. Yeah. Everybody has their phones. So it's yeah. going to be only a matter of time before that footage gets out there. And, you know, like I said, that's, that's the ugly part of this that we're going to start seeing all this stuff and be like, dang, just like it's 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 all that stuff that's going to come out. And, you know, and Plashke mentioned this in his article in, in that he had said, even if he finds a way to lawyer his way out of this, if he gets absolved and no charges are filed uh, and then you'll people will be like, hey, I was innocent, you know, not, nothing happened. Um, I, I think it's the fact that Again, you put yourself in this position, man. And we talked about this with Bauer. And that is you are viewed as a leader on this team. You know, and and look, the Dodgers, they got a bobblehead of him coming out that now I'm very curious to see if the Dodgers are still going to go through with that bobblehead. But that bobblehead is like they represent him as, you know, he represents the Dodgers out in the community. And when you have him out in the community and you have people in the community viewing him in a certain way, or he's going to have to bring up these kind of issues. It's, it's just, 
it's one of those things where it's like, damn, man, that what even if you find a way to you don't quote unquote get punishment, the damage is already done because this is not a first time thing. And for him to be arrested for a felony this time, and they use the verbiage of for corporal injury on a spouse, that means the witnesses saw something. There was enough for him to be arrested. It's the same thing like that we talked about Bauer, right? Like Bauer was never charged, right? He was never charged with anything, right? And, and the same thing, like say, say whatever happened, happened right? and say even this time around, say Julio wouldn't be charged with anything, right? Yeah. But it's it's still two different. It's kind of like two different legal systems, right? It's it's the actual legal system and then the MLB system. Like we yeah. discussed this, like okay, maybe you you didn't get charged in the legal world, but you still work for us, and this is what our investigation says, or whatever, or, or whatever's going on. He's still going to get punished, right, by MLB, regardless one way or another. I mean, even if even if uh, he does get charged, right, and even if he did jail time or something, right, you know, if he went to jail for whatever, six months, a year, whatever, and he'd come back out, then he'd still probably have another punishment from MLB on a, on a to- totally separate. So it's it's two different places where where you know he's up for punishment basically. Um, so you know, but you know, like getting back to it, like yeah, I don't I don't believe you know, like Plasky said, you know, he's not he won't be pitching again for the Dodgers re- regardless. And I think if he does get off, there's there's two like it's a twofold issue as well. It's you know let's say somehow he does miraculously get off. People still witnessed this against a victim. So whatever happened, I mean, it's alleged at this point, but whatever happened still happened. And then you've got that. He let the team down first and foremost, it's about the victim. But second, you have people who are not going to forget that we're in September in a, in a rocky year for us. And, you know, now we're, now we're racing towards the end and, and our pitching is already in its own thing, but, I do want to make sure that we're looking at the victim first. So we're not just racing towards, you know, no, like, oh God, the team. No, and you're right. I'm glad you brought that out once again. First and foremost, the victim is the priority here. Um, but I also, in the sense, uh, there are, so I think we, we've we said our, our, our piece on it. Uh, the one more thing that I just want to add to it is again, I think what Babyface's point is, even if he doesn't legally face any charges or anything like that, he's still going to face the wrath of Major League Baseball because he will be, this is, once again, him coming up against this. And if he gets suspended again, he'll be the only guy who's been suspended twice under this policy. And I don't know if they have, do they have like, I know they have this on other policies, like, you know, first, First time, you know, you do something, it's a suspension. Second time, it's – I don't think they have that on that, right? Because I think – They they the, don't? I, I assume they did. Well, That's because, a good question. That's something be, to find out. Because I think always the, the suspensions or whatever, they've always been different, right? It's never like, okay, this is your first offense. It's 20 Because games. Osuna got what? Did he get 20 games too or did he get less? I think it was longer, but I think it was the, the time. I think it wasn't like 50 or something games and then the time served or whatever. Oh, and he it was, got 50? It was something like that. But I know he, there was a lot of it was time served, so he didn't do anything. Right. Um, so, I mean, like I said, I don't think there is a 
set like protocol, like you know, saying like, okay, you're a first offender, you get 50 games. Second offender, you get 100 games, right? You know, Bauer, right? Mm-hmm. First time offender, right? You know, he got what two two years, right? And then they reduced it, right? So I think it just goes up. It's up to the, their discretion um, at what they think uh, is appropriate. Yeah, I just uh, I would have I would have operating under the circumstance that a second offense with that would require more uh, of a penalty um, that he would look at a longer suspension this time. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure it probably will be longer, like I said, you know, but but I, like I said, I don't think there is a, a set like a, a minimum of whatever, 100 games. I just sent you guys the the link for it. It's like a 13-page document. I'm not seeing anything for a second offense, but they do outline suspensions and treatment plans. So, I mean, definitely something we can look into just to see, like, what that falls under. Yeah. So, I, I look, I... I, I really appreciate your point, uh, Reina, and I'm glad that you were on the show for this. And look, first and foremost, it, it's about the victim. I, I I hope it really doesn't come off that we are in any way trying to uh, justify what happened here. Um, obviously, there was enough in there for him. And the wor- the least, excuse me, that we could say is that he exhibited very poor judgment. Uh, but the fact that uh, there were witnesses there to call the police and he got it uh, arrested, that's something to take into consideration. Now, I know many people may not be interested in this, but we are a baseball show. So I know it may seem insensitive uh, to do this, but, uh, you know, I, I feel we do have a responsibility. We, we have addressed what took place. I think we've all disclosed our disappointment and our anger at, 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 at what Julio did, but how this is going to impact this team for the rest of the season and in the postseason is something that's going to be asked. Uh, so by no means by us having this conversation about the baseball side of it, I don't think in any ways it means that we are dismissing what Julio did. We understand that what Julio did is extremely serious and we're all upset about it. Uh, but as I said, this is a baseball show and uh, we, you guys listen to us for our baseball takes. So Reina, if you can carp, I can never say this word compartmental. Oh my God. English Compartmentalize. My, thank you very much. English is my second language. Everybody. Yes. i forever. Uh, I mean, you're down a starter and you were already, everybody was telling you that your starting pitching was a problem. How did the Dodgers survive this? And one, one real quick back to what you're saying though, as far as, as far as like the Julio thing, like, yeah, I mean, that's all the information we know. Right. And we're kind of just giving you guys what we, what we know, what's been out there. And as we hear more and more stuff comes out, we'll definitely discuss that. Right. And, 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 and share, but yeah, I mean, Obviously, like we mentioned, you know, our heart goes out for 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 Daisy, you know, his wife, you know, and we hope that you know, that she's fine, right? And 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 moving forward, you know, that that you know she gets better, she's in a better place. We want her to you know to to come out of this, you know, and 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 move forward, right? And and we don't know what what's going on, but you know, we we 
it's very, very sad what happened. And obviously that what Julio did is something I know I, like I said, I'm, I'm really upset about what, what he did, right? You should never put your hands on a woman, especially, you know, this is his wife, right? Yeah. So, you know. It, should never put your hands on anyone. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously, yeah. But, you know, you know, Unless like, you yeah. have a fight club like me. And I have to put my hands on Bob Costas or, we or don't Joe Morgan. Talk about, we don't uh, talk about, you know, like for, for, like I said, for, for us, for me, you know, you know, I'm sending my best wishes to, to Daisy and, and just, I hope she, you know, you know, it's hard to like, you know, put into words, like, no, it's like it is you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I can't imagine what she's going through. Right. So it's, it's, it's hard to put myself in that situation, but like I said, you know, I just wish, wish her the best right now in this time. No, I, I absolutely, I think we do take for granted that baby face. So I, I appreciate you actually verbalizing it because I think we automatically go towards the anger that you feel at Julio. And because you're focused so much on the anger it seems like you are completely or ignoring the victim. So I, I, I do appreciate both La Reina and you always bringing it back to there is a victim in here. There is someone that was involved here. And I, one thing that I want to be clear, and I don't think I, I don't want to speak for all of you guys. I, I just want to make sure for me, I don't want anybody who listens to this show sit there and say, Oh, just because you guys are Mexicans, you guys are taking it easy on Julio. You guys were much harder on Trevor Bauer than you are on Julio. And look, we are angry. And maybe the fact that we're not as passionate with our anger towards Julio on this episode, please don't misinterpret that. Because the difference between, for me, this Trevor Bauer and this Julio situation is I feel the disappointment with Julio. I didn't feel disappointment with Trevor Bauer. And I think part of the reason I feel the disappointment with Julio is we grew up with Julio. This was a 16-year-old kid. We saw him grow up. We saw him become a Dodger. And for me, of course, the fact that he was a Mexican, you know, and it, it was somehow that pride that's associated with, you know, someone in your culture, you know, achieving that success and you're living vicariously through that. If anything, what it has done to me um, is it has made me become very wary of hero worship. And we have to be very careful about putting people on pedestals. And I know this is very hard, especially for younger kids who, who watch these guys. But the truth of the matter, whether these are athletes, whether these are celebrities, whether they are politicians, putting people on a pedestal is very dangerous because I don't know if La Reina said it or if Babyface said it. We don't know who these people are, you know. Um, sometimes you catch someone on a bad day and now for the rest of the, your life, you're going to brand that person as a, as a jerk. And, you know, you just caught him on a bad day, but this is the stuff that we, I don't think anybody wants to deal with, right? We just want to watch baseball games. We just want to root for our team. But when the harsh reality of this is life and this is not just something that you can just turn off because there is a victim here involved. And as I said, 
whether he lawyers up and he, you know, he's able to beat this, like La Reina said, something happened, and now he's going to have to deal with the fact that people are going to look at him differently, and he brought it upon himself. Yeah, I mean, like, like you said, like, like we don't know these guys, right? Like, you know, every t- you know, every time I've seen Julio in the clubhouse, and, you know, you guys on, you see him like, hey, okay, whatever, right? Normal dude seems like a normal dude, right? You know, doing his thing, right? And I think to me, it was, it was, it was surprising and kind of shocking, but still kind of, it kind of also too, like, kind of not really, like I said, because we don't know these people, we don't know them outside, and 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 to be shocked is like, well, yeah, we're shocked, but like, but yeah, we don't know them. I mean, and this could be anybody, right? This could yeah. be anybody. You could take anybody on that roster and be like, holy crap, like. You don't you don't know them outside of what we see, so we have to kind of be just take all that in perspective. Like this is what we see, but you know we 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 really don't know their outside life. And this I think is... we can take that lens too. And because of the superstardom of this, I hope it shines up. That the one positive that can maybe come of this this horrible situation is shed a, a brighter light on that. This has got to be even scarier for for the victim going through it because it is on such a public stage, but there are so many people who go through this and it's not public and they don't get as much help because they aren't famous. And it's like, maybe the one positive is that it does move us one foot closer into to looking at this as a bigger issue because it happens to so many people, famous, not famous. And, and hopefully people can get the help that they need. Well, it always makes me think of the old adage, the question of, can you support the art can you be a fan of the artist and not be a fan of the man uh there's a lot of examples uh, you know you listen to a michael jackson song come along and how many people sit there and think oh what did michael jackson do or how many people go this is but this is a damn good song like i really like this song so now i can't listen to michael Jackson. and and i know we're getting into cancel culture and all that stuff but it's one of those things like I what I find very interesting is the fact that fans nowadays are drawing the line and fans are able to sit there and be like, look, I love the Dodgers. I love baseball, but I'm not going to let someone be rewarded for, you know, because that's the thing, right? It's like if let's say he does go ahead and sign a big contract, there's a lot of people that are going to sit there and go, but he got away with it. There was no repercussion for him. Meanwhile, Joe Schmo, who works at the liquor store, he's going to be in jail for how long, right? I know that's a completely different issue, but I think that's one of the things that I think is hard for fans, fans who who work hard, you know, and all they want to do is just sit and watch the game. They want to relax. They want to, they, they, they want to, you know, separate themselves from real life. They just want a distraction, they don't want to have to watch a game and shown reality. You know, that's like, no, I, I just come here for a good time. I don't want to, the, oh man, why do, why, why do I got to see this? And I just, I find it very interesting that f- for fans now, and maybe it's because we know so much now, we have so much more information that fans are just like, no, nah, that won't work for me. I was really proud of the the fan base when we like when you do look at Twitter, Instagrams, a lot of the comments on there, it was a lot more 
say enlightened, but like, I was really proud of, of the responses that a lot of people had out there. Like it, because you said like kind of drawing that line a little bit of like, this is behavior that we will not accept. And it was like, wow, we've come a long way. Like, good job guys. And yeah. and I think what, what Amy, Amy made a good point as far as like, um, like who this is, who, who, this is Julio Rios, right? He's huge in LA. He's a big MLB star. I think if you look back at all the cases that have happened with DB and, and baseball, I think Julio might be like the most well-known player, right? I know, I know Bauer was there, was there a bit like, like Julio, like he's like, so hopefully. He might be the most liked who's had to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this does shed a light on this problem, right? You know, because this is a problem, right? And people aren't aware of it and, and don't know what's going on. And, and hopefully those people that are involved with it, you know, can get the help and support that they need for this. Right. So, you know, the difference with, with like Bauer is like Bauer, you know, obviously he wasn't well liked. He was, he was, he just became a Dodger. Right. Like, yeah. you know, so this is why it kind of, it stings more. Cause like Julio's been a Dodger. We've seen him yeah. grow up and it's like, like dang dude like you know like yeah. for a lot of people it's like it's their little brother like you know like dude like you know and, and that's why i think a lot of a lot of more fans are reacting this way and but they're reacting like you said they're not in the in the defending way it's like dude like you really messed up right yeah so, you can't defend it right it's yeah. even like what you said because like a, even even if he doesn't get convicted it's like hey man i'm not in the business of trying to di- make the the difference between a push or a punch or whatever you did. All right. Whatever you did, you laid your hands on someone and it's not the first time you've done it. And it's just like, how many times? I think that plays a huge factor in this. This is not the first time. It's like, bro, you know, fool me once. Okay. Shame on you. But again, I, 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 so it's, it is, it is sad. And once again, we are not condoning any of this, but we are a baseball show. So quickly, guys, the, the how, how, to me, it's like what we're going to see, at least for the rest of the season, I think Emmett Sheehan and Pepio. Now, the idea of them going to a six-man rotation for the rest of the season, I don't think they can afford to do that unless we see Bueller come up. Maybe when Bueller comes up, he had his first outing down in uh, OKC. He went to winnings. Um, so I think maybe they could maybe stretch him out realistically to maybe three innings. I mean, Reina, do you think they could stretch him out to four innings between now and the end of the season? I think you go to more of a piggyback mode instead of going full bullpen for some of those days. So we've got what, Kirsch, Lynn, Miller. Then you, you've got Sheehan, Pepio, Grove, and Yarbrough. I say you piggyback those last four. I don't care how you do it. Sheehan Grove, Pepio Yarbrough, whatever it works for your, your righty-lefty mix. But you have them piggyback and then have the bullpen come in and pick up innings. That way you're not taxing them so that we don't end up with, again, another season. And then if you can fit Walker in there, I still don't think he's going to be built up enough to take enough innings off the backs of any of the other starters. So I think you're going to have to go with some kind of a piggyback model. Uh, and Dave Roberts did say that Michael Grove would be back with the team this week. So I, a good call out there on the Michael Grove, uh, baby face. Um, in terms of the regular season, I mean, it's, it's Emmett Sheehan and Pepio, right? Um, well, who, who, um, with Bueller yesterday, wasn't it, um, 
it was Stone, wasn't it? That piggybacked with him, was it, or was it Grove? Yeah. So, but I'm talking about like the active guys on the roster. So you you have Miller, you have Kershaw, you have Lance Lynn, you have Emmett Sheehan, you have Pepio. Yeah, I guess you could have Grove, and then you just use Yarborough for one of those three. If you want to go for a six man rotation, the real question is going to be once you go to the playoffs, when you go to the playoffs, it's Miller, Kershaw, Lynn. And then what are you going to do when you get to that fourth? It's obviously going to be a bullpen. Well, do you go with Bueller or do you go with Pepio? I mean, I think, I think they're trying to get Bueller. Well, the other day that I was at the game, Dave Roberts did say that Bueller would be a starter. Regardless, he's going to be a starter. Whether that's two, three innings, whatever, he's going to come in and start. And so he pitched two innings just the other day, right? So that's right. the beginning of September. So his next start, and I'm guessing they're going to try and do it like spring training, right? So he goes out, and then next next one, maybe another inning, then another inning, another inning, right? So if he's up to three this week, four, maybe five by, you know, second to last week of September, and if they have him up for at least one start before the playoffs come, he might be up to five innings. So I think that would probably be the goal um, to get Bueller back in the rotation. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, I think the door is open for Pepio. Um, and then, you know, like you mentioned, some of those other guys, just maybe it's that, that piggyback's been working, like when they've had Pepio and Yarbo or – bro with anybody pretty much it's it's been pretty effective so i'd imagine we'd see that you know through the end of the year um last one uh bef- before we end the show guys what happened here with julio does that give the dodgers an excuse if they fall short this season no excuses. No excuses. They're and I and I say that is not to hold them to a higher standard. They already hold themselves to a high standard. They will never use that as an excuse. They're going to grind and do whatever they can, whether they have Julio or whether they don't. And honestly, some days Julio has not shown up. So, in the worst case is that we are using another starter now, but they're they, they will never use that as an excuse. And I don't I don't think we as fans would either. Babyface, is it a legitimate excuse or regardless? I mean, think regardless. I mean, going into it, I mean, they didn't know what they had in Julio in the first place. They didn't know which Julio was going to show up. And I think that's one thing we we, we talked about with Morosi. Like, if if Julio was around, he kind of expected him to be the to step up. So now knowing that he's not going to be there, I think this uh, someone else has to step up, right? And I think, um, but I think, uh, I mean. If Julio would have been there, I mean, he could have been horrible in October, right? Same as same as some of his starts, and then it'd be back to the same situation. So I think one of those other guys is gonna is gonna step up. Um, Papio's been doing really really great. Uh, you know, I could see him stepping up, and then you know, the thing is crazy. It's gonna it's we're gonna see a lot of rookies, I think, in in, in going into the playoffs. So yeah, that's gonna that's be a little what... bit different. That's what actually Roberts was saying in the dugout yesterday. I think it was either he said it in the dugout, but he also reiterated it in the postgame interview was that they're ramping these rookies up. They understand that they've never seen the postseason and it's a totally different beast. But what can you do? But they're doing their best to get them. You know, uh, Miller has a little bit longer leash right now. So they they understand what they're up against. It's not an ideal situation, but they're doing what they can under the circumstances. And I, I think that's good to hear that they're looking down that towards the future for that, especially in light of this loss with another starter. 
I mean, do you feel right now with Miller, do you think he's like their most, I don't know, like legitimate starter right now? Like is, is he the one you feel more, more comfortable with or does it still go back down to someone like Kirsch or, or like Lynn? How do you feel with Lynn? Or, or I, I think Kirsch is still going to start the first game. Yes. Kirsch is going to start the first game, but I think especially what he did in that last game against the Bravos, that was super impressive mm-hmm. what Bobby Miller did. Uh, because of that, I think now Bobby Miller's moved up to the two. Like Bobby Miller's going to be your two. And out of necessity, I think you have to go now to Lance Lynn and, uh, as three. Um, so it, it it is one of those interesting factors where, and let's just hope that everyone stays healthy for the rest of the month, you know, because if not, then it's going to get really interesting what the Dodgers are going to do. But the offseason now has become even way more intriguing for the Dodgers because I think maybe you always had Julio as the backup plan in case you, you know, you, you struck out on Otani. Okay. You could turn to Julio. That's not going to be an option anymore. So now I wonder, does this mean this is, this is La Reina's favorite topic. Do you do more of a full court press on Otani now knowing that Julio is not, an option. He just got crashed from a game today with oblique, um, with an oblique, not injury, but like an oblique. Look and see what the wording. But on there was one. there was more information. Red oblique tightness. There was more information on him. I guess his agent said that he will need some type of procedure. You didn't say Tommy yeah. John. It could be an injection, and he does plan on DHing next year the entire season. So, but he did get scratched. That was with the scratch today. Was the the additional news? And, and I mean, with something like that too. I mean, Otani has basically carried that team the entire season, so you know that he's kind of falling apart or, or feeling more of the aches and pains right now at the end. It's kind of like you think it's like, I mean, he's been doing everything for that team. Like even when they're out of it, you know, he's still out there. Like he, there's no reason for him to obviously be, be playing, right? But he wants to continue to do that, and you know, I think that that is contributing to. I think it's catching up to him. Uh, that's why he's feeling these aches and pains, you know, at the end of the year now. The one thing I would say about, I think, Juan, you just mentioned, like, the team staying healthy for, for September. I would just caution people who we, like I said, we as a fan base are very spoiled. If we are trying to keep people healthy, even though our our team holds themselves to a high standard and they really don't know how to dial it back, we need to give them some grace. They are leading the NL West right now and if they have to drop a couple games to keep people healthy I think we need to keep that in mind and give them a little bit of grace there while they are trying to get to the postseason so that we can stay healthy even at that part versus going balls to the wall and then now we are injuring the only ones that we do have so I would just caution that no I mean look it's um it it felt nice to actually talk baseball for a little bit because I'm not going to lie this has been a real downer uh, of an episode and i feel like this is going to be a little bit of a malaise um that's going to be over this team uh even if they win games in, in miami i think this is just the news today um this is just something that has now changed the season uh because i think there's always going to be a what if factor if the dodgers don't end up winning the world series uh i think there's going to be people that will sit there and go what if we did have julio what if Julio and which was it, it's a huge what if, right? Because 
Julio hasn't looked like himself the, the last few starts. You know, he hasn't he's got, played well on the road, and he hasn't lately. He hasn't been playing well at home. Either. And now it's going to open the whole can of worms of how long has this been going on? Like, has Julio been dealing with this all year? Is this the reason why Julio has not been pitching well? Uh, I know I'm waiting for people to make a deal about this, and I'm, I'm curious if you guys have noticed this. He's looked pretty angry on the mound. Now, a lot of that, I feel, is the frustration with his mechanics. He's, he's not performing well. But I know someone's going to sit there and go, "Was where is this anger coming from? You know, and people have already mentioned. Weren't they talking about it on his on his last start? He he looked. I think even in in the the presser, he was he seemed a little bit upset during the the press conference as well. They've already alluded to it. I just I'm hoping that whatever this is, we have such good team cohesion right now. I hope it draws our team closer together as they kind of like circle the wagons. And I hope that they can overcome this together and and we see that show on the field versus letting it bring them down. Yeah, I, it's it's one of those things where it's there. One thing is overcoming, and then another thing is like, can you overcome everything? I mean, if you look back at the lot, I mean, not having Dustin May, you know, the, the stuff that they've had to overcome for them to overachieve at this point, it, it's interesting. But look, I, I'm trying to, I'm grasping at positivity here. I'm trying to be like the Reina because. This has just been really, it's just been really shitty news. I don't, I didn't think we were going to have this episode. I didn't think we were going to have to have this conversation about this, you know, and, and I think it sucks. And I know we're getting the heat from other organizations, but once again, you're talking about domestic violence issue with a Dodgers pitcher. And it's the part, and look, it's not just a problem. And Babyface said this, this is not just a problem that the Dodgers experience. This is a problem that is all over sports. Now, how many times in football do you have these stories coming up? It just, it sucks. Obviously we didn't discuss this. There's another situation, obviously completely different, different situation, but it has affected another team in the American league, right. With the Tampa Bay Rays, right. Completely different situation, but but stuff, like you said, stuff happens that he's like, like what the hell? Like just comes out of, out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and and this, I don't, I hope it doesn't come out like I'm minimizing it, but of, of the way that our team responds to things, I think if there was any team that could overcome it in a positive way, I think it is the Dodgers. So like there, I think we have that going for us is that they, they not thrive on these situations, but they, they do their best to find a positive and overcome it. Look at this entire season, look what they've accomplished. So if there was any team that was poised to find the positive and go forward, it's this one. Well, we will definitely see. We got a month to, to see how they, uh, how they how do they deal with this? How how do they cope with it? But anyways, this has been a very um, uh, depressing episode of the Bleed Lows podcast. Uh, if you have not subscribed, I'm just letting you know not all the episodes are like this, guys. So you can subscribe on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to hear the audio portion of the podcast. Uh, you want to see the sucedido Juan Ramirez? Juan Ramirez, de parte de mi colega, la reina de playa larga, Emi Cuevas, and Babyface. Nos vemos para la próxima. This episode of the Bleed Lows podcast has been brought to you by betonline.ag, where the game starts. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.